This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Our next guest is the CEO and Chief Investment Officer with Laffer Tengler Investments and author of the book, The Women's Guide to Successful Investing, which uh, she has uh, uh, had great success with. Uh, Nancy Tangler is going to be joining us coming up in uh, just uh, a moment to talk about uh, what she sees as the movement that uh, needs to be moved forward on women's uh, issues in the workplace. And she is with us now. Nancy, pleasure to have you with us. Uh, Dan Loney in Philadelphia, thanks for your time. Oh, thank you, Dan. Nice to meet you. Let me start out with the question I've asked the other guests and, and, and what this month, Women's History Month, means to you. Oh, well, I, you know, I think um, I benefited. Um, I've been in the workforce for about 40, 40 years, so I benefited from sort of the pioneer women that went before us. And um, uh, so I haven't had maybe some of the, the bad experiences that a lot of women have had, but I have had uh, the experience that in the investment management business, in the world of finance, we just don't seem to be attracting women. And so I, I look around when I go to conferences and I see, you know, as, as, as few women as I saw when I started my career. And that troubles me for a whole host of reasons. Uh, but but otherwise, I just feel fortunate to have followed, you know, many of the the, the great women that, that drove the feminist movement. So why do you think that that is that maybe the numbers in the investment community uh, of women are are lower at this point. Yeah, so Dan, so I'm I've written a book about it, and I'm just finishing the second edition. What's so curious is that women actually make better investors than men. Um, it's it's proven empirically by a number of studies, and then if you just think about it anecdotally, uh, the way our brains are mapped, we tend to you know to to be able to sort of jog back and forth between the left and right um, hemisphere, but. And that's a good trait for an investor. But what I think has happened is women kind of excuse themselves from the, the conversation, um, and they they aren't encouraged, I don't think, to really take an interest. And so it's unfortunate because women tend to live longer than men. The average age of a widow in the United States is 59. I was actually 59 when my husband passed away. And there's a lot that you have to contend with. It, it, it's even worse if you don't have the ability to sort of step in and handle the finance the financial part of the equation. And so I see a lot of women um, in, in my investment management business that, you know, are just devastated. And yet that, that's a really important thing is that we make great investors. So that's my quest. So what the, you mentioned about the first edition of the book a few years ago, what makes now the right time to do a revision, do a second edition uh, of your book? Well, I, th I think um, a lot has changed. So, uh, you know, I'm part of the baby boom generation. We tend to, uh, to, to defer um, uh, the decisions to the other member of the partnership uh, a, a lot. I mean, it was greater than 50%. And so then I looked at the research, and the, the, ba the millennial generation is deferring at even a higher rate. And so that's not encouraging. It's going in the wrong direction. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the second edition and update it for things like, you know, uh, the, the newer parts of the investment scheme, mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, um, you know, mean stocks. Are these a strategy? I wanted to bring a lot of that in. And so it just felt timely. Do you see yourself then as maybe a little bit of a mentor because of the the, the experiences that you've gone through and maybe the the message that you can pass along to younger generations? 
Absolutely. Um, you know, I, uh, for years I wrote a column for USA Today, and one of the things that that forces you to do is really look at data and think about what, what messages you want to communicate. And women tend to go through their first divorce, hopefully it's the last divorce, at the age of 30. So the editor put, I think, headlined it, you just got married, now get ready for divorce, yeah. which didn't feel very uh, friendly. But um, in fact, I, don't, I just don't think women think about it. And uh, and yet, you know, they, as I said, they live longer. So we have a longer um, tail and, that we have to, to accommodate in terms of uh, way of life and the ability to sustain that. So um, and then in hiring women, absolutely, because, uh, as I've said, women make excellent investors. Our firm is comprised of probably I mean, we hire the best people. And luckily, it's turned out that most of them are women. Joined by Nancy Tangler, who is the CEO and Chief Investment Officer at Laffer Tangler uh, Investments. Uh, I know that I read up that uh, financial literacy is a very important area for you as well. What's drawn your attention to that? Yeah, so I um, I spent half my time in Arizona, and I um, uh, joined the Arizona Council of Economic Education and learned a great deal about what isn't being taught in schools. And so if you give the average American, adult American, a test on economics, they get a C. If you give the average high school student a test, they get an F. And so one of the things that Arizona has done, has, and I didn't, I'm not responsible for this, I'm just happy about it, they've passed um, a law that you have to teach a semester of economics in high school. And then the, the council that I'm a part of, they, they are in the classrooms, and I've talked to a lot of Title I schools, um, so underprivileged children, um, ages sort of middle uh like fifth grade through middle school even into high school and talk to them about investing because i came from a very poor background single parent home we didn't you know we didn't have lawyers and accountants we didn't invest we just saved and the problem with that is you can't save your way to um wealth and you need wealth to retire retirement's 20 years 30 years if you're lucky of unemployment yeah that's what i tell my clients well and and the concept of saving has changed so dramatically over the last several decades from the days when you could you know have a savings account and and still get a fairly decent rate of return you know that those days are long gone at this point (laughs) yeah even with rising interest rates we're still not back to when i started saving in money market accounts for like 12 13 percent interest yeah no you can't you can't even stay ahead of inflation let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this from from a from an economic perspective. With all that is kind of uncertain in our economy right now, what's the message that you're delivering to investors, male, female, you know, whoever it might be at this point? With all of these dynamics at play, it's certainly, I think, as challenging as as we've had in quite some time. It, it's the most complex investing environment in my career, and I've been doing this since the early '80s. Um, I think what, what I'm telling them is what I would tell them no matter what, and that is, you know, the stock market goes up two thirds of the years that that we've measured data back to the uh, 1800s, and so the objective in periods like this is not to let the market um, scare you out of holding securities, and so this is a time when you should be adding, increasing your allocation to your 401k, which is the perfect dollar cost averaging mechanism. Uh, if you have other uh, brokerage accounts, add to those and just keep buying the, the shares in great companies. Because I give an example in the book. I bought Starbucks and Microsoft in the 2008 
um, decline. And my uh, Starbucks went down considerably from where I bought it. Yeah. But I'm up about 18, 20% a year on both of those purchases since then. And there's really nowhere else where you can get that kind of return, not even in real estate. So just keep your head down and keep putting um, dollar cost averaging your way into the market. That's that's a little bit like the story of people who bought Apple very uh, very early on yes. in the days and and had the success that that they uh, that they have had. What's yes. the what's the message then that you think it needs to be delivered right now about women in the investing game, the careers that are available there for them, and, and, and the path that. That, that they can follow, which in many cases, you know, there are challenges along the way, but it can be an incredibly rewarding uh, community to be a part of. Absolutely. So the, the, the numbers, I can't recall them off the top of my head, um, but women are going to own the majority of the wealth. I think we already do globally, and it's trillions of dollars. And so expertise and focus on, on enhancing that becomes critical because a lot of advisors put their clients in mutual funds. So they're getting charged a fee at two levels. Uh, that erodes total return. Um, and, and so I think one of the things that I would encourage women to do is to just – you don't have to be an expert. The, the language can be de- demystified. You just have to think the way that you think about everything. And you know, women tend to be very disciplined because they have to be they're juggling a bunch of stuff. So you just identify companies. We, the research says we do more research. You, you do your research, and then you stick with it, and you just keep adding – to your holdings over time, and it's that simple. I think my profession tries to make it um, more com- confusing and and kind of you know magical and mystical. Yeah. And it, and investing is just it's uh, it's a form of shopping. Frankly, uh, you're you're thinking about things, you're doing the research, and then you're making the purchase. And I, I just encourage women to pay attention. Um, you, you don't have to devote your life to it. If you buy the right kind of companies like Starbucks, which I bought and it went down. I don't know, another 30 or 40% from where I bought it, and then it's done nothing but gone, gone up since. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of name. You just don't want to micromanage it. You buy great companies, and you let them um, mature and grow. And it's especially important if they pay a dividend because then you're getting paid to wait, which is always nice. Nancy, a pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Dan. Nancy Tangler, who is the CEO and Chief Investment Officer at Laffer Tangler Investment. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.